Hello everybody, my name is Greg Summers. I'm with the Student Pilot Journal Aviation Podcast. Today is Thursday, March 15th, 2012, and this is episode number 40. This episode of Student Pilot Journal Aviation Podcast is brought to you by Corydine Aviation Systems product Log 10 Pro for Mac, iPhone, and iPad. Log 10 Pro 6 is the most powerful, flexible, and easy to use electronic log on the market and is now in the App Store. Easily import your data, customize it to your needs, track certificates, ratings, endorsements, medicals, and flight reviews, then have your instructor digitally sign your log. My flying, my passion, my logbook. Learn more at Corridine.com. I started out this podcast back in 2007 uh, when I was training for my private pilot's license. And I received my license in June or May 31st of 2008. So I wanted to uh, just, like every, every podcast, I usually start out talking a little bit. Um, and kind of sticking with the theme of student pilot journal because that's what I was originally wanting to do is just journal my progress Um, and it was kind of meant for a private journal but I figured that most people could benefit from seeing someone go through the same struggles that they might go through uh, when learning how to fly Uh, especially a person that has a day job um, and you know has to take time from family and and working to focus on something that's completely new and that's what it was to me and it was always a it was a struggle for the first um, I'd say first 15 hours or so it was it was it was pretty difficult after that you know you start getting in your own little groove and especially if you're training a lot so here's my point for the beginning of this podcast when you're flying a lot like I was um, and then, you know, when you're, when you're training, you're thinking, this is great. When I get my license, I'm going to go everywhere. I'm going to fly my family everywhere. It's an opportunity. And that's what we all train for. Well, most people, you know, unless you're going for a career. Um, you think there's no way that you could not fly, you know, for a month. Well, here it is. I've had four, six months, seven month breaks. Um, and, and I've always, and I've said it in other podcasts, and life, life happens, you know. But every time I go up now, it seems that I'm in a state of refreshing. And, you know, even on the last one, it was last podcast, we flew the 152 and did some basic maneuvers, things like that. And those are fine. You know, you go up there, those come back pretty quickly. And I, but I think, you know, yesterday we took off from Melbourne and 
we just did a standard, I mean, just call it a joy flight over to Merritt Island Airport, that's KCOI. Um, and so we just did a standard fly over there, you know, stop and taxi back. Um, but, you know, from Melbourne, as soon as you turn north, there's, you're pretty much, it butts right up against Patrick Air Force Base. So you have to quickly transition through their airspace. So you have, you know, the handoff from there, transition through their airspace. Immediately, Merritt Island's pretty close. So you, you know, get out, get off the frequency for Patrick and then, you know, of course, start monitoring Unicom over there, um, seeing who's in the pattern. Merritt Island can be kind of crazy. People don't call, you know, it's, you know, an uncontrolled airport. What we, Casey and I talked about is, it's really a good idea, and I don't know if, when I'll ever get to that point, but, you know, you have yourself a schedule that you can say, you know what, after I get my license, I'm going to fly X number of times per month, or, you know, uh, this is what I need to maintain my proficiency. The last thing I want to talk about is, last week I featured a sponsor of ours, and it is called Log10 Pro. It's an electronic logbook software really really awesome product and the, and and it's got they've got a great team i've talked to them uh you know i've talked to a couple of those guys there uh, they're very good about um helping you out with your previous versions of log 10 or if you're coming from another logbook, they will actually help convert your data into their format and help you import it um, really really fast and responsive and uh, on top of that the products are just great they've got it for the mac they've got it for the ipad and the iphone and now the iPhone and the iPad, and now it's a universal app. So you'll save, uh, you'll save a little bit of money by purchasing them both at the same time, uh, or, or purchasing that one universal product. Uh, they all sync together over Wi-Fi, so you're tracking your flight time. Uh, you can, you know, come home, get on the Wi-Fi, sends it straight to your MacBook. So in today's podcast, you're going to see a little demo of the Mac version of it. Casey's going to talk a little bit about some features there and how he uses it. Um, and this can be used by all, all pilots, you know, all, you know, avia, I mean, uh, airline pilots, private pilots. Uh, I've been using the Mac version uh, since probably 2009. Uh, it's, it's been, it's a really, really neat software. Um, but anyway, you'll see, a, you'll see a short video on that and you can visit them at Coradine.com. That's C-O-R-A-D-I-N-E. One eight three Sierra Pop Melbourne Tower runway five runway five clear for takeoff turn on course approved clear for takeoff one eight three Sierra Papa Melbourne information India current altimeter three zero one nine er Altimeter three zero two zero remark 
Density altitude, 1,100. Merritt Island Airport. Automated weather observation. 2101 Zulu weather. Wind 080 at 12. Visibility 10. Clear below 12,000. Temperature 27 Celsius. Dew point 108 at 12. What's the run? And. Might, might not be a bad idea. Just put that one down in number two. That way we can listen to it as we're flying here. Uh, because once we oh. get out of Patrick's airspace, we're like right on top of Merritt Island, so it'd be nice to know what's going on there. Yeah, there you go. Just kind of keep a, an ear on it. Put your plan for entering the... My plane 3113. Entering the pattern. Um, so... I can come around to get the left downwind, right? That would work, yeah. So, kind of circle out over the water there. What I might do instead of doing that, since we're, if you want to do that loop all the way around, is fly, do a midfield, and then like a right teardrop into right. the downwind. Yeah, I need to practice that more because I never do that. This thing is really annoying. Right if on. you want, Traffic, I can fly while you, if you want to move that down here, Go ahead. I, got, I have the controls. I'm just going to let Patrick know we're clear of the airspace. Okay. And, wow. Same thing for me. And Patrick, you go for fire out. Free Sierra Papa is clear of your airspace to the north. Free Sierra Papa, Roger, concur, bring exchange to you. Free exchange to you. Did you hear what I said? Eagle, Eagle Flight? Yes. That's fine. We're on traffic by plane, 169, crossing 1-1, one, one, Bravo 1. That's funny. Oh, that's better. Alright, you yeah. have the controls. Okay. 1-1, one, one, Bravo 2. Final looks clear. Really high. Oh man. Drops like a rock anyway. Well, you get points for making the landing Correction, and actually we're at 1,700. Actually, in the touchdown zone, shockingly, <laughs> thanks to the thanks to the headwind and the 40 degrees of flaps. But uh, oh gosh, minus points on the uh, definitely not a stabilized approach. <laughs> no, it's pretty much a stabilized dive. <laughs> stabilized dive, yeah. Man, I suck. I need to fly more. Yeah, I mean you're in pretty close on the downwind there. And then, uh, I mean, you just, you turned in, turned in, I would say at about the right time for a, you know, if you were a little bit further away, you know, a normal pattern, but you were just so, it's just so close. So close to just... You were so close in, yeah. you know, in on the downwind laterally, yeah.
Alright, hey there guys, just wanted to show you a few more uh, really cool things in, in uh, Log10 Pro. Uh, I've got it up here on my, uh, on my MacBook and one of the really neat things that Log10 Pro has available is this Smart Groups section down here. And uh, right now the only Smart Group I have is, is multi-engine time. You know, it's useful to me to see uh, how much multi-time I've logged regardless of, uh, of what type of plane it is. But I'm also just going to show you another way that you can use this. Uh, and create a new new smart group. Basically, a smart group is just a way to uh, kind of slice your flight time any any way you want it. So, um, I mean, the examples of this are like almost endless. But I'm just gonna say, let's say I wanted to know uh, how many hours I flew in uh, 2011 uh, in a certain a certain aircraft, a certain tail number. So, I'm gonna call this um, 2011. And 183 Sierra Papa is uh, one of our our flying club planes, our 172. Um, so first thing is to choose a date range. I'm just going to say a fixed date uh, starts 1 1 2011 and ends at the end of the year. Okay. Uh, so aircraft aircraft ID begins with November 183 and then if I wanted to you know I could add I could add other metrics as well let's say I wanted to do uh, flights in our 172 183 Sierra Papa that also had uh, more than one landing you know or um, the flight time was more than two hours or something like that you know anything I can you can even combine um, combine the criteria so that's really cool um, and then I'm just gonna press okay and here it is so it brings up in my logbook all the flights I've taken uh, in the 172 in 2011 and just tells me a, a total uh, I've flown 111 hours I guess uh, last year in 172 whole lot of time um, okay, and then the one other thing that I, that I wanted to show you, which is probably honestly my favorite feature in uh, in Log10 Pro, is the the syncing capability. Um, so I've got uh, here's my iPhone. I, the last time I synced was February 22nd. I've taken some flights since then. Um, basically, all you have to do is have your phone and your computer on the same uh, same Wi-Fi network, and just open Log10 on each of them. And then, uh, so I've just I've just opened it on my phone. Uh, and it just kind of gives me the option to now sync it. I'm going to press sync now and it just goes through uh, goes through and pulls the data. So I've basically I've got I've got a bunch of flights that I have on my phone that I haven't yet uh, migrated over to the uh, to the computer. And it's uh, it's it's pretty quick pretty quick process doesn't take too much time and um, and really neat, but um, I think I m mentioned this in the last last episode that that was that was my least favorite part of, of all the other electronic logbooks I've ever had is just that it's you know it's a real pain to go in and, and input all of the data, uh, but this way it's just all right there uh, right there for me. So now I've got these new new flights that I've taken. Mayor Island traffic uh, Cessna one through Sierra Papa is departing uh, runway. One one. Fair enough.
traffic, November 142, November left crossway in Wanwan, Mary Island. All good? All good. Traffic number 142, number of the 1100. Right on the traffic, system 1800 is turning left crosswind, we'll depart from the left downwind to the south. Traffic on downwind yeah. up there. Yeah. He's uh, he's landing again, right? He's landing, yeah. yeah. Let's just continue on downwind for a little bit. That biplane just yeah. called. He said he's doing an early turnout to the southeast, and my guess is his climb yeah. rate's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, traffic. One for two numbers. Left base. One one for island. Turned out to be a sketchy place. Got you. <laughs> Patrick Tower, Cessna 1830, Papa, uh, 1700, working to transition from north to south, west bank of the river. Okay, aircraft transitioning uh, north to south, transitions approved, altimeter 3019, say your call sign. Uh, 1830, Papa. airspace, you know, the two airspaces butt up against each other, so you want to be ready to go back into Melbourne, so while we have a little time, I'd, you know, listen to the ATIS, have a tower frequency and standby. Hey, look, there's Greg's house. <laughs> Somewhere. Actually, I see it. Temperature 242.17, altimeter 3019. There it is. 
Yeah. Visual approach in use, landing and departing, runway 9 or right, 9 or left, and runway 5. Approaches are being conducted to parallel and converging runways. Hazardous weather information for Florida and coastal waters available on high watts, flight watch, and flight service frequencies. Notice to airmen, there are several unlighted obstruction towers in the Melbourne class delta at or below 321 feet AGL. FIT Aviation FBO requires prior permission for transient aircraft parking. DFR departures advise ground control your direction of flight. On initial contact, advise India. India. Melbourne International Airport information, India. METAR 2053 Zulu. Wind 050 at 11, visibility 10 miles, sky condition few at 4000. Temperature 242.17, altimeter 3019. Visual approach in use, landing and departing, runway 9 or right, 9 or left, and runway 5. Approaches are being conducted to parallel and converging runways. Hazardous weather information for Florida and coastal waters available on high watts, flight watch, and flight service frequencies. Okay, India. India, so when you uh, are coming in this way, your, their, their airspace, that you would say, where would you report? Over here. From? Report into Melbourne? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is kind of a local knowledge thing, but a lot of times they ask, Patrick will ask you to report over Pineda, so I would just go ahead and do that, and they'll probably give you a frequency change, and you can call Melbourne and tell them the same thing. So Patrick already asked me to report, or? They, they didn't, but a lot of times they do, and that's kind of like their their point for when they give you a, a handoff, or when they oh, so give I you a frequency say change. Over Pine, I can say 3 Sierra Papa. Over, over Pineda, yeah. Patrick Tower, uh, 3 Sierra Papa's over Pineda. Frequency change approved, Melbourne 118.2, see ya. Frequency change approved, see ya, Papa. Alco biplane 169, check with. I can just tell them I'm all over. Over Pineda. 617 Fox Tango, right at Charlie, back yep, to the ramp, monitor ground, point nine. Right at Charlie, monitor ground to the ramp. Julia. Uh, India. India. Melbourne Tower, 18. Three Sierra Papa is over Pineda, inbound for full stop South Sea Hangers. One eight three Sierra Papa, say your position again. Uh, just past the Pineda Causeway from the from the north. One eight three Sierra Papa, Roger. Uh, enter a. Uh, tell you what, just uh, maintain VFR at or above one thousand five hundred, and enter a left downwind for runway five. At or above 1,500, uh, 1, left downwind for runway 5. 3 Sierra Papa. Fit 03 is clear to land runway 5. Clear to land runway 5. With 3 Sierra Papa, number 2, follow Cherokee short final runway 5, clear to land. Right, clear to land runway 5 after the Cherokee. 3 Sierra Papa. Zero three, turn left at Romeo and kind of ground point nine. Turn left at Romeo, contact ground point nine. Zero three. Three Sierra 
Affirmative three zero Papa. Did you have any of this information, in India? Uh, yeah, affirmative three zero Papa. Thank you. Melbourne Tower, hit 38, holding short runway 5, ready for departure. Hit 38, Melbourne Tower, hold short runway 5, traffic landing. Holding short runway 5, hit 38. Melbourne Tower, 509 is going around. 509, Roger. 310, Charlie Lima, cross runway 9 or left, and tax to the ramp. Cross runway left to the ramp, 0 Charlie Lima, thanks. Hit 15, runway 9 or left, clear to touch and go. Runway 9 or left, clear to touch and go, hit 15. Yeah, Melbourne Tower, FIT-09 would like one more touch and go and uh, full stop back at FIT if possible. FIT-09, Roger. Melbourne Tower, FIT-81, uh, GPS runway 9 right approach with you. FIT-81, Melbourne Tower, report 4 DMA. Report 4 DMA, FIT-81. Three Sierra Papa, one able to turn right and you taxi to the southeast. Uh, three Sierra Papa, turn right. Hearing too much speed there? I was uh, right on. Uh, sorry, say that again. My uh, connection is bad over here, was it? I didn't think I was carrying too much speed there. But apparently I was when I landed. Oh, with the, the balloon or what? Yeah, yeah. Fit 3 Melbourne Tower, runway 5, right turn, uh, correction. Oh, you're you're yeah. pretty much on speed. You can still balloon. Depart straight out. Fit 3 <laughs> runway 5, clear for takeoff. All right, so we just got back uh, from flying here at Melbourne in the 172, and it's been a while. I guess it's been since about October since Greg has flown in the 172. And we both just kind of noticed it's a little, um, little sloppy, and, you know, things weren't coming quite as quickly as they, as they normally would, which happens, you know, when you don't fly. Uh, as often as you probably should. Um, you know, we're in a club situation here. The plane has actually been down, I, I guess, actually since October, yeah, maybe no. for, an, for an engine change. It's just kind of out of our, uh, out of our hands. But anyways, just, just a few things. You know, it, it felt like his flying was still, still solid overall. But, uh, you know, we talked about a few things like being a little too close in the pattern and, uh, you know, Planning a nice square pattern rather than you know coming in and the uh, there's just a lot of a lot of different a lot of power changes you know some things that were kind of straying from uh, from what I would call a normal normal standard pattern. So um, on the on the way back we were just kind of talking and um, I was thinking a lot about the concept of you know what what is a proficient pilot versus a uh, just a current a current pilot. You know, the FAA has certain currency requirements. I'm sure a lot of you guys that are pilots are aware of, you know, uh, three takeoffs and landings within 90 days to carry passengers, uh, flight review every other year, you know. Um, so the FAA has these currency items in place, but just because you're current, does that necessarily mean that you're a proficient pilot? Um, 
so something we're going to talk talk about in a future podcast is is just that you know how do you how do you maintain your proficiency as you uh, after you get your license because you know when you get your license you're training all the time right I mean yeah. you, I don't know how often you flew is like once a week or, or I mean it's more than that it's like twice yeah, you, three times a week something like that your confidence level is definitely higher than than what it is right now yeah, <laughs> yeah so you know you're training you're flying multiple times a week uh, or, or even even once a week and. Um, most people, once they get their license, they realistically, they don't fly that, they don't fly that often. Um, so anyways, something, something in the future podcast.